Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, it's time for another episode, and this time, it's going to be completely different, right, Dana? Of course it'll be completely different, David. Isn't it always? I mean, because you can't kick some ADHD the same way two weeks in a row. No, no. So that's why we're talking about something different today. But the point is, we're going to kick some ADHD. Yes, we are. You know, last week we talked about the the three types, the three major big types of help for ADHD. And we left everybody with the with that cliffhanger question. How do you know when you need help? <laughs> exactly. Right? Like external help, like real, like professional help. I'm digging a hole here. I'm going to stop. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. climb out of that hole there, David. Yes. How do you, how do you know, what are the signs that you need help with your ADHD? And there are five signs that I've come up with that show you need help with your ADHD. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an overachiever, uh, when I can be. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hoping to get a hundred percent on this. Okay. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, that's the perfectionism. <laughs> yeah, topic, exactly. David. Yeah. Not, it's not, this a, not the not overachiever. This no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So the professional help thing was a big deal when I got my diagnosis and I know we've talked about that before, but it was, it was the, the psychologist who gave me the diagnosis immediately said you would benefit from a trial medication and so forth. And I was like immediately wanting to go hide somewhere and not do anything. Um, so, uh, but it was pretty clear, I think. So that's why I say I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing um, what the five ways to tell are, because if we don't get help and we need it, there, there are some problems if we don't get help and we need it. Um, it's, it's absolutely. Actually, there've been research studies on this. Oh. Um, Dr. Barkley unveiled one two years ago at the ADHD conference and they, and they, I mean, it was just horrible. The higher chance of death, um, poor health, financial problems. I mean, it was, we were all really depressed by the time his talk was done. I remember reading a report on that. I don't know if I read the abstract of his, of -hmm. his study or what, but Dr. Russell Barkley, is that what you're talking about? Yes. It was, it was, it was horrifying. And like, it really was. the risk of death thing was like, that was almost over the top. It was like, are, are we really going there now? <laughs> and well, and, and I just want to say what it is. It's not that we're just going to drop dead from ADHD, but it's it was basically two things, the, the risky behavior. So if you're a person with ADHD and you're impulsive and you tend to do risky things, it's a higher chance that you're going to hurt yourself. Um, and also the, the, it's, we don't take as good a care of ourselves. I don't even know if that was proper grammar. However, we, we know what you meant. Thank you. We we do not necessarily take good care of ourselves because it takes follow through and thought and attention, and that can lead to health health implications and so and the financial implications and the whole thing. I mean, it was really really sad. That's one reason that David and I are doing this podcast because we don't want anybody 
out there that we care about, which means those of you listening to our podcast, we don't want any of you to struggle more than you absolutely need to. And this, yeah, that brings to mind self-care in a whole new way. I think about when, when I went to the dentist last or when I needed to get medication for ADHD, I had to find a doctor. I hadn't mm-hmm. been to a doctor. I, I don't even want to tell you how long it had been since I'd been to see a doctor. Thankfully, I've been healthy, but, you know, I was in my yeah. mid-40s. I should have had a doctor by then. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. <laughs> okay, sorry. No well, shooting. No shooting. Okay. Anyway, so um, so there are things that happen. There are consequences if we do not get help. Why don't we get the help we need? Well, part of it is we're just used to struggling. Uh, many of us, we struggled when we were children. I can remember starting to realize I was different when I was probably first grade that I was just different from my friends and things seemed harder for me than my friends. And that snowballed over the years. And But it's like when you put a frog in water and turn up the heat and it there's suddenly the, the frog, I hate this analogy, but I couldn't think of a different one. When the frog dies because it's boiled to death, I mean, because they're just used to it. So we get so used to the struggle that we don't even think that we need to do something about it. You're right. I've had people talk to me about why I was dealing with stress, you know, and I, and and so, okay, yeah, here's what's going on. And I listed like 10 or 12 things and they're like, okay, you know, (laughs) to a normal person, about two of those would have been the limit. And you're just now seeking help and you're at 12. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I was like, oh, is that, is that unusual? (laughs) Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But then, Obviously, not all of us are the same, though, no. either, right? We have a spectrum of, of, of if I can, or a continuum. You yes, know. it's a continuum yes. of ADHD. So there are some people, they call it actually shadow syndromes. There was a book written, I can't remember who wrote it. Of course, I can't remember who wrote it. A book called Shadow Syndromes, where uh, people who they have it, but they may not even be diagnosable. Hmm. And then, and then it can progressively get worse and worse and worse as you go along this, the spectrum. So, but not everybody needs help. If you're one of the people who's lucky to have the right job, the right life partner, the right environment, you may not even know you've got ADHD. And I know people that that are like that, that doesn't even cause them that many problems, not enough for them to say, oh my gosh, I need to do something about it. So some people's ADHD is worse than others. That's the reality. Some people, because of the way their their life is structured, ADHD isn't as much of a problem. And that is a beautiful thing for people who are in that situation. And, you know, we're not all in that situation, unfortunately. No, no, we're not all in that. And that's why I think it's so important for the um, working to the strengths that we had that episode, a number of episodes before ago that that's why that I find that is key. And man, I wish they would teach ADHD students those things. Because if you can take a high school student and help them understand this and start to identify that. So their major is something that's not going to screw them up. So when they're picking a life partner, that's not going to screw them up. If we could teach that to kids, oh my gosh, that's so much more valuable than teaching them how to study for a class, in my opinion anyway. Okay. I'm just going to make myself a parenting note while you continue. Okay. And and I just got off on an Absolute no. 
I, you know, I, like, I wish this is one of the regrets I have, honestly. Uh, uh, I wish I had known and understood this when I was, you know, a lot younger because who knows what, what could have, and I can't spend the time there and all that. There's right. grief and, you know, you get over yeah. it. But, but at the same time, if, if we can set other people up to not have to suffer that way, this and you've kind got of a teenager. So, I do. yeah. Okay, David. So, did you write that down? I did. Okay. I have a yellow pad here. Okay. It's a little, little sticky note. And another problem with waiting too long to get help, I see this with coaching all the time. Often, by the time a potential client reaches out to me, I call it it's a 911 call. Right. They're, they're, going to get fired in a month if they don't do something about it. Their spouse is going to leave them. They're going to go into bankruptcy. You know, it's it's the catastrophes are looming by the time they reach out for help. And what I would so love is that people talk, looked at the signs we're going to talk about in a few minutes and said, oh, all right, can I do something about this before it gets so bad? For many people, most people, you start taking the medication. It doesn't just work magically. You have to do what's called titrate it, which means get the levels balanced. It might, you might have to try a number of different medications before you find what works. You need to time to get your self-care under control. So you're getting the sleep you need and eating right and exercising and doing all that stuff that's just going to make your brain work better. Wow. And that's that does take time. And, you know, I'm not even sure that I have my medication dialed in. I'm on what I'm on now. I've been on it for a while, but... I didn't, I didn't do a huge amount of testing with that. So I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, yeah, there are probably, I mean, uh, uh, thankfully with coaching, worked on a lot of the other things, the sleep and the exercise and the diet and some of those other things that, that we've already talked about. But there are pieces of this that I'm not sure yet are quite fully, you know, dialed and in. Probably I'm, the reason I'm giving you that look is we probably ought to do an episode on how do you know your meds or your medication is right. 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 And, yeah. and, and when it might need to change because things change. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not uh, your brain chemistry shifts or there's habituation. There are changes in, you know, life that happen and we can't always stay on stimulants forever. That's another thing, you know. Right. It's, right. That's, anyway, we digress. A little bit. So just a little. What else is Just there? a little. Yeah. Just a little. Anyway, that I think that's a future topic because it is something that's that is confusing and people don't know. So, getting help earlier is going to release some of the pressure of getting help. It's going to give you time to get help, and you can be more focused on what's going on and and what you're up to and doing to get help for your ADHD instead of being so focused on the chaos swirling about you. Boy, and this is a decision moment. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I might need help, listen, we'll be back in a moment with the full you know, story of the five signs, but take that to heart. Do it sooner rather than later. If, you, if you're even you know, wondering, get, get the help that you might need. Do it sooner. Don't wait till it's the 911 call, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, because we can, we can avoid a lot of struggle with that. Good stuff. All right, Dana, well, let's, let's dive in when we come back, okay? That sounds like a plan. Hi, David here. If you own a business or if you earn your income 
based on your performance in some way. Maybe you're in sales, maybe you're in management, maybe you report based on results uh, at work. If that's you and you're finding that you are disorganized, inefficient, maybe you're discouraged, maybe your ADHD is really hindering you right now, I want to strongly urge you to check out Dana's ADHD Success Club. I've mentioned it before. I won't spend a lot of time on it, but I will tell you that the work that Dana does with this group coaching is fantastic. It is absolutely transformational, in fact. I've tasted it firsthand, and I can tell you that the people I interacted with were having tremendous results, just like I was. So I want to encourage you to go check it out, and... The good news is that it is actually starting on September 15th. That date has moved just a little bit, if you've heard me talk about it before. But it is getting opened up here very soon. Registration is already open. So do yourself a favor. Go download Dana's free ebook. It's called The Top 3 Ways You Let ADHD Sabotage Your Success and How You Can Turn It Around. And that free ebook you can find along with all the information about the Success Club. So... You know, it's two great things in one place. You go, you check out the details on the Success Club, you download Dana's free ebook, and you get on the road to having a completely different experience with a much better managed case of ADHD. So go today, kicksomeadhd.com slash success. And don't forget, you get the free ebook, but also you get a chance to get registered. It's already open right now as we speak, and the season gets underway on September 15th for the Success Club. So go to kicksomeadhd.com slash success. You're going to thank me for it. kicksomeadhd.com slash success. Talking about the signs that your ADHD might need help beyond what you're already doing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Dana, so you've, David, you've got I, experience. I have alluded to this before. I think in past episodes, and I don't want people to do what I did, where I just struggled and suffered for so many years until I was in my 30s, and just thought. Actually, it was more than that when before I actually got an official diagnosis. Right. I, I finally, in my mid 30s, I learned about my ADHD, but it wasn't until I was 40 that I actually got a diagnosis and actually got the medication and got some help for it. Wow. And because I just kept thinking, I can do this, I can do this, look at the progress I'm making. And there was a point where we did what I call hit the wall, what we call as yes. coaches, you hit the wall and you can't function anymore. We'll talk about that more in a moment. And that was the sign that I needed to get help and I needed to get help now. And, um, but it was, man, I look back now and think, you know what, what if I hadn't wasted all those years struggling? What if I'd been able to get stuff done and do what I wanted to do earlier in my life? Where would I be now? Right. I have yeah. had that conversation. And I think you also hit on something that I didn't realize was an ADHD symptom. And I don't know if we've talked about it in another episode, but but this, it'll get better. This constant um, sort of optimism Be because we struggle so much and we have so many failings our brains like selectively delete the negative sides of certain memories so we don't actually remember <laughs> how bad yeah. it is you know and yeah. we just think well it's better or it's getting better and we we miss it we misjudge that 
Yeah, we did talk about that a little bit in one of the last, uh, well, I can't remember exactly which episode, that we always think we're going to have more time tomorrow to get yeah. stuff oh, done. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's another like version that of that. Maybe that was an delegation yeah. episode. However, it is another version of that, it, but it's yeah. similar. Like perpetual optimism. So yeah. you got the diagnosis, you got the meds, you got the help, and- that is a beauty. Was there a was there a reason? Was there something when you hit the wall? Was there is that something you want to t- talk about or, or I don't not wanna, really? You know, but I will okay, because um, oh. it, 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 our daughter was tiny. We adopted Aja from India, and she was like eleven months when she finally came here to us. And I mean, we had tried for years to have a baby, and then it was years to adopt her. So it was, I mean, she was the answer to a dream, and I realized that I. I wasn't able to be the mother I wanted to be. I couldn't pay attention to her. I couldn't be calm. I couldn't be patient. And um, it was it, it was just heartbreaking to oh, me. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, this is the first time I've ever really talked about it. But um, other than some close friends, but it was... It was it was horrible, and oh, I so I mean, that was the man. Okay, Dana, you can't fake this anymore. This is no longer about you. This is now about this beautiful little girl that yes. who's the light of our lives, and she's almost twenty one now. So this was a long wow. time ago. Yeah, yeah. and but, but you uh, also don't have like a you can't. There's no undo. You can't control Z that decision to adopt her at that point. You're you're. Well, you, that in was, other words, the only way forward is forward. Right. The only way forward was forward, and and to and to be do what I needed to do to be able to be the mother I wanted to be before I scarred her too much emotionally. Oh my! Oh, yeah. my. oh yeah. my! I feel this so much right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. God. Oh wow. Wow. So that's yeah. So so enough about me. Let's talk about the five signs that your ADHD ADHD needs help. That yeah, that was one heck of a sign. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we and, don't always get those that, that are loud and clear like that, right? Right. We don't always we don't always get get them that loud and clear. Um, so the first sign I want to talk about is blocked intentions. And this one is much more subtle, David. It's how do you want your life to be? And when I work with my students in the success club, we talk about this a lot. You know, how, give me three words. How do you want your life to be? Um, Meaningful, joyful, financial independence. Yes, that's two words, but we're going to count it as one. Uh, Intentional, um, give service. And when I ask my students this, they come up with an amazing number of words and it's fabulous. And then, so you look at that and you say, okay, what's the block? What's keeping me from living those intentions? Often it's because I can't be aware. I'm not joyful because everything's such a, 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 storm, I was going to say shit show at home, excuse me if that offends anybody. Uh, You know, it just, you can't live your intentions. You can't have the life you want to have. No. And and of course, many people, whether they're people with ADHD or not, you know, are not living their intentions. But there's this sort of, I know for me, it was this long-term, hey, there are things that I know I want to do and get to. And Gosh, I'm not actually progressing in that direction at all. <laughs> right. You know, and, and you're right. Firefighter. I was being a professional firefighter. That's all I did was put mm-hmm. out fires. All And usually I had started them in some way. 
oh, yeah. or was responsible for them, you know, even if I didn't actually light the match. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, so what's the block? So if you have the, if the block lines up with an ADHD symptom, is that, is that, are we connecting yeah, that dot here? Exactly. If the ADHD symptoms, I can't manage my task list. I can't finish things. I can't get started. I can't follow through. I'm, you know, I'm reading a novel instead of doing the report I'm supposed to do for work, whatever it might be. Um, those are the blocks that we need. So it's the symptoms. Look at the symptoms. And is there something you can do about them? Wow. Okay. Blocked intentions. Sign yeah. number one. Right. Sign number, sign number two, we talked about a little bit is the impending doom. You know, those are the 911 coaching calls. I'm, um, I'm about to go into bankruptcy. My house is going into foreclosure. I can't pay for my kids college, whatever it might be. I've had, you know, have had all of those over the years with clients. My career is in shambles and I'm about to get fired. My boss is finally noticed that there's something going on with me and they're paying attention to it now and they're, they're gunning for me and, and I'm going to lose my job. My relationship is a mess. Uh, my, my wife is, or my husband or typically it's the wife is tired of having three children instead of two and I need to Ooh. do something about it. Oh, ouch. Yeah. yeah. I, for me, I know I had really realized that my day-to-day -day work was not sustainable and I was still pulling it off by the time that I reached out to you, but there was no question that doom was on its way, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, and it's just like, I, been, you know, I, this is, this is a trap and I got to get out of it somehow. And I don't even have a clue what to do, you know? So that yeah. was, so far, I'm two for two on these signs, Dan. I, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about you when I wrote this up, David. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, you've got lots of people to think about. So you, <laughs> but it's true, though. It's it's absolutely the case <laughs> that I had both of these. So, so sign number two, impending yeah. doom. Yeah. The other one is, uh, this one is, along with the blocked intentions, breaks my heart. It's the abandoned goals. You know, what oh, do you wow. What do you want for yourself? Um, it, 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 and are you able, are you not able to do it because you have ADHD? You know, what have you had to give up along the way? Yeah. And so many of those, <laughs> of course, some of them I'd, I'd been a little unrealistic in, in, in dreaming I could do them anyway, yeah. but, but there, there are those that are like, no, that was a real one. That was really meaningful. And I feel like I'm dying inside for not having made progress towards that or have, right. or, or in some cases, in some of them, I had just given completely up like that will actually never happen. And that's, right. that was terrible. Right. That was awful. Oh, I'm sorry, David. No, 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 no. I don't know. I'm not, but I, I just, I feel this and I, I, I'm, I'm certainly willing to wager that our listeners, some of them are feeling this too. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. And, you know, we all, I mean, you. I, I, it's probably everybody has these, I would think. But I believe with ADHD, it's magnified because it's less in our control. Yeah, right. Because because executive function. Right, <laughs> right. Not, so not, so, so if you decide control. you're not going to get the PhD because you just decide you don't want to get the PhD, that's one thing. But if you decide you're not going to get the PhD because you can't figure out how to study or you can't apply for it or you can't, the can'ts, I mean, yeah, that's- Or you know that you've failed on so many, so, some version of that for so many times in a row. And why would this time be any different? You just kind of realize, no, if I, if I set out, I, I had that 
I was going to go back to college. I was going to go to college and try to get a degree. And, you know, this is probably right around a year or so before I got the diagnosis. And I didn't know at the time why I was going, yeah, I'm not sure that'll ever work. But once I got the diagnosis, it was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm pretty convinced I wouldn't do it. You know, I would pay the money (laughs) and not, and not ever actually execute well on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had some lovely success stories with that. I'm thinking of, um, one of my, I won't say his name, but one of my clients that, no, I will, because it's been, I just did, Will was his name. And oh. he had struggled with college for so long and, and he was struggling at work and he's just the most delightful man. This was, gosh, 15 years ago. Um, and we got him into college and we got him into the right programs and we got him so he was the star student and we got him oh, so you know, wow. work, he was the lead, became the, the lead on those projects and was doing great. And oh yeah, that took two years to get him there. But oh my gosh, it's so lovely to see someone with <laughs> such potential and so many wonderful qualities, just a delightful person to, and to be able to say, okay, ADHD is now not your block. There are other blocks out there. Fine. Sure. You know, that's life. Life throws blocks. But let's not make your brain and your symptoms the block. Oh, man. That is such a neat story. That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Sorry. We are just, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm talking too much today. No, we're doing fine. I think All we're right. doing fine. That was what? That was number, number three, three. abandoned goals. So number four is the chaos and can't. Life okay. is totally out of control. You can't do what you need to do. And what we say in ADHD world is if you say you can't do something, believe it. Ooh. I mean. I know I've heard you say that before, but that just like, it was, that had me fresh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. and, and I think most people with ADHD will know when I yes. say that, what it means. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. I can't sit still through a one hour meeting. I I can't consistently focus on putting this boring report together day after day, week after week, you know, whatever it is, notice, know your can'ts. So it's the chaos and the can'ts. Life is just, it's disorganized. Everything's late. Nothing's started. Everything's just a mess. Chaos. All right. That's a sign that you, that you need one of the three kinds of help we talked about on our last episode. Right. And I think that's so that's, a, that's one that most people recognize. Mm-hmm. So you know, sure. And then the fifth sign that you need help with your ADHD is the high emotional cost. Um, shame, mm-hmm. guilt, frustration, fears, all of those things are blocking you. And that is, that's a sign that you probably need to count, talk to a counselor, to a therapist, um, to start to work through those things so they're not stopping you and slowing you down. Yes, uh, shame, guilt, frustration, and fears. Those are those are four familiar words. I I I uh, I, I managed to, to mask that myself, you know, for a long time, <laughs> pretty well. Oh yeah. And uh, some people that I told about ADHD were like, "Yeah, we've known that for years." Other people were like, "Had no clue," you know. Right. But they certainly didn't know how much I was internally struggling. I mean, very few people had any clue about that, and that yeah. was. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, Dana, I'm five for five on the signs and and I'm not talking about today as much. I'm talking about when I, (laughs) you know, when I, when I started to seek out help first, first with, you know, medication and then later looking for, I knew I needed a coach. I, you know, sometimes you just need third party input, but I haven't sought out a therapist yet. And that's one of the things that I really know I, I was about to say. It's okay. It would be helpful 
How about that the, instead of a the should? signs? The signs are there, Dana. How about that? Yeah, because <laughs> the signs the, that I need help are there. If the shame and and occasionally I'll have a client who are, there's so much shame, there's so much guilt, so much fear, they cannot move forward. That then we have to say, okay, we're stopping the coaching now, and you need to, I please go handle this, get therapy, and then we can move you forward. I mean, Definitely. if they're if they, if they're not able to do what they need to do because they're so ashamed. Yes. Yeah. And I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to being on the other side of that, <laughs> you know, that, 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 uh, therapy, um, yeah. piece of it. But I can tell you like when I, when I did finally seek out medication and started it, I knew that it helped me right away because I, I sort of had lived with this undefined cloud of, Oh my God, there's a whole lot to do. And I didn't want to define it. But mm -hmm. once I got on a medication, I was able to focus my energy on quantifying those things and start eventually to actually make progress towards reducing the size of that, you know, backlog yeah. of stuff. So, so even, and of course, many people have experienced benefits of medication. That was, that was a benefit of medication for me right away was that I could, I would, I could sit down and sort of have the ability to address that. Yeah. big looming thing. Right. And that was just professionally speaking, just all work at that point. And, and the, the benefit to me of the dealing with the high emotional cost is it's not, not, it's not that I don't feel those things. I mean, when I told my story about why I hit the wall and got, I mean, there's shame there. There is shame there. Mm. And, mm. but it's doesn't stop me anymore. It's, I see, oh, that's what that feels like. Okay. Step it aside and keep moving forward. You know, there's oh, and, guilt and, about things. There's there's fears. Sure. Okay, sure. yeah, I'm afraid to do this because I failed so many times. But then you stop. All right, what's going on here? And you're able to move forward and and walk and step around it, step over it, whatever. Yeah, and I, I'm sure all of us have one or more of these signs at any given moment. You know, they come and go. But as we become more consistent, which I know is the realistic goal that we want to set for ourselves, becoming more consistent in our lives, mm -hmm. hopefully these are not high cost situations, you know, all, all, all these five signs. Yeah. And David, I want to emphasize that because that's a hugely important point. The reality is, even if your ADHD is well managed, you will still experience these things. But what we're looking for is how long it lasts. Are you able mm. to bounce back or is it, is it a barricade? Is it a bump in the road that you step forward, step over, or is it a, a roadblock you've got to climb over or is it a mountain you cannot go around? That's what we're looking for. I mean, I, you, I think we mentioned last week that I'd been on vacation for two weeks and coming back was absolute hell for me that the yeah. uh, over a week of my brain just not wanting to work and I needed to work and I just was could not focus and then it took me back to so many years ago when that's what my life was day after Ooh. day after day wow and, and then you start to go into oh my god is this the new normal again and no it's bounced back and and I'm back to being my my new Dana now so it's nice so those those bumps are going to happen it's how big of a block is it? And that if it's a big enough block that you can't move forward 
to have live the intentions you want to live, that the doom is impending, you've abandoned your goals, there's chaos surrounding you and you can't get stuff done, or there's a huge high emotional cost, those are signs that the barricade is too high and please get help however you can. Yes. And if you aren't sure what types of help would would be appropriate and you missed last week's episode, by all means, check out episode number 19, which is last week's episode. And and uh, we talk about the different kinds of help and uh, hopefully um, those that will help help you sort out what to do. Yes. Um, so that's, wow, great, great stuff today. As I say that with a depressed voice. Oh, David, <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Yes, I am. Um, no, it's true. And so I, I actually, so I actually have a next step for me today. Okay, what's your next? I always ask. So, what's your next step, and what's your biggest takeaway? My next step, honestly, is I'm going to sit down with these five things and and reevaluate. And I probably I I know what's going to happen. I need to I need to find myself a therapist, Dana. Okay, (laughs) that's honestly that's really it. Like it's I don't even really need to spend much time on this. I can see it. So you know, that's um. And you know what? And I've come a long way on some of those. I'm not like I said. I'm not five for five now, but eh, there's a couple of these here: abandoned goals and high emotional costs. That those are those are enough of a block for me right now that I I do feel like I need to you know tackle that. Okay. Then we're let's just being vulnerable today, aren't we? We are. We are. Let's just okay. rip our hearts out of our chests and throw oh my them gosh. down there on the, yeah. on the screen. Well. Good stuff. Well, you, dear listener, t- what's your next step? Always, that's our uh, that's our question as we wrap up, and um, we hope that you'll let us know what you're hearing in this. You know, are you are you getting help? Are you uh, with from these from these episodes? Are they are they informational, entertaining, educational, useful? Let us know. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can find today's episode at kicksomeadhd.com slash 020. This is episode 20. You can leave comments there. Um, and obviously, as we always mention, feel free to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. That helps people find us. Uh, if you uh, leave a review and certainly subscribe so that you get every episode in your favorite podcast app. Yay. Good. Dana, next week's topic. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, one, this one's going to be fun. It's camouflaging your ADHD. Should you? Should you not? How should you if you should? What happens All if that you stuff. Do? Yeah. I think I just said should like four times. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Sometimes, right. you know, it is a word in the dictionary. We can That's use true. it occasionally. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was going to say I use it more than I should. But anyway, I'm going to let all of that go. And Dana, I'm looking forward to that episode. <laughs> okay, David, your other homework is to stop shooting on yourself. Thank you. I'll, I'll do that. I'll, t- I'll mention that to the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> you have this woman that keeps telling you to stop shooting on yourself. <laughs> That's great. I appreciate it. All right. It, I, I really oh, look do. at the time. I got to go. Know. Yep. All right. See you next week, Dana. Thanks, everybody. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, 
go to kicksomeadhd.com. 